Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's time for Justice Matters with former federal prosecutor and MSNBC analyst, Glenn Kirchner. Will Colorado be the first state to ban Donald Trump from the 2024 presidential ballot? Here's Glenn. So, friends, in a court case in Colorado, Donald Trump is one step closer to being disqualified from the presidential ballot. Just let that sit for a minute. Here is the new reporting. This from CNN. Headline, Trump loses first of several bids to toss suit seeking to block him from Colorado ballot. And that article begins, former President Donald Trump has lost the first of several attempts to throw out a lawsuit that seeks to block him from the 2024 presidential ballot in Colorado based on the 14th Amendment prohibition against insurrectionists holding public office. Colorado District Judge Sarah Wallace this week rejected Trump's bid to get the lawsuit dismissed on free speech grounds. A trial to determine Trump's eligibility is set for October 30th, if the case reaches that stage. Colorado election officials say there's a hard deadline to resolve the dispute before January 5, when the ballot printing process begins for the March 5 Republican primary. A post-Civil War provision of the 14th Amendment says American officials who take an oath to uphold the Constitution are disqualified from future office if they engaged in insurrection or rebellion or if they have given aid or comfort to insurrectionists. But the Constitution does not spell out how to enforce this ban, and it's been applied only twice since the late 1800s when it was used against former Confederates. In a 22-page ruling, Wallace said she wasn't swayed by Trump's argument that the lawsuit seeks to improperly restrict his rights to participate in the political process. This from the judge. Quote, the court has no difficulty concluding that it is to the benefit of the general public that, regardless of political affiliation, only constitutionally qualified candidates are placed on the ballot, Judge Wallace wrote. She added that resolving the question of Trump's eligibility is particularly important because he's seeking the highest office in the country and the disqualification sought is based on allegations of insurrection against the very government over which the candidate seeks to preside. Citizens for Responsibility and Ethics in Washington, or CREW, filed the Colorado lawsuit on behalf of a group of Republicans and unaffiliated voters in the state. This is one of three major challenges against Trump's eligibility for the 2024 ballot, Similar cases are pending in Minnesota and Michigan, where a different group filed lawsuits. 
Okay, friends, we have a lot to roll through here, but let's start with some of the basics. What does the Constitution say about some of the qualifications and disqualifications of somebody who wants to run to be President of the United States? Well, here are some of the qualifications. You must be a natural-born citizen of the United States. You must be at least 35 years old. You must have been a resident of the United States for 14 years. And if we turn to the 14th Amendment, Section 3, here's one of the big-ticket disqualifications. No person shall be a senator or representative in Congress or president or vice president or hold any office under the United States or under any state who, having previously taken an oath to support the Constitution of the United States, shall have engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the same or given aid or comfort to the enemies thereof given aid and comfort to insurrectionists. So if you're 34 years old, you're disqualified. You can't run to be president of the United States. If you're not a natural born citizen, you're disqualified. If you engaged in insurrection or gave aid and comfort to those who did after you took an oath to support the Constitution of the United States, you can't be president. Those are some of the qualifications and disqualifications. On the way after the break, who can disqualify an insurrectionist from running for office? Glenn explains that next on Justice Matters. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. So legally, who should determine whether Donald Trump can run for office again? Glenn explains what might happen with the 14th Amendment Disqualification Clause. Now, one of the big ticket questions that, frankly, we've all been wrestling with ever since this issue became relevant, ever since an insurrectionist wanted to run to be president again, is who can disqualify Donald Trump. Who can disqualify an insurrectionist from holding office? Well, there are a few possibilities. A Secretary of State can probably disqualify someone. So, for example, Jenna Griswold is the Secretary of State in Colorado, where this suit has been brought to disqualify Donald Trump 
from the presidential ballots, one of the suits. And she's responsible for overseeing the, the election process and you know the ballots in the state of Colorado. And she has a decision to make. Do I put somebody's name on the presidential ballot or do I decline to put their name on the presidential ballot? So if they're 34 years old, they're disqualified. I'm not putting their name on. If they engaged in insurrection or gave aid and comfort to those who did, they're disqualified. I'm not putting their name on. So a secretary of state, each state now has its own rules and procedures and laws about how names go on a presidential ballot. In Colorado, it is up in large part to the secretary of state. And secretary of state Griswold had said she will await the court's decision and she will abide by it. She's also said that she saw Donald Trump engage in insurrection with her own eyes. I'm paraphrasing now. Of course, anybody you know, who cares to engage in a fact-based assessment of what Donald Trump did on and around January 6th saw him engage in, assist an insurrection, right? We see him continuing to give aid and comfort to the insurrectionists by, for example, saying if he's reelected, he'll pardon them for participating in the insurrection, for attacking the Capitol, for trying to stop the certification of Joe Biden's win. So yes, Donald Trump clearly is an insurrectionist based on the evidence. So a secretary of state could decline to put his name on a presidential ballot. How about the courts? Looks like the courts could certainly order that because Donald Trump engaged in an insurrection and continues to give aid and comfort to insurrectionists, he is disqualified under the 14th Amendment, Section 3, of being president of the United States. So his name shouldn't be put on the presidential ballot. So Secretary of State can do it. The courts can order it. And then the third body of people I would suggest is Congress. And here's why I say that. The 14th Amendment also says that Congress can remove the disability or the disqualification of an insurrectionist holding office by a vote of two-thirds. So it seems to me if Congress can vote to remove the disqualification, they can probably vote to impose the disqualification. So it seems like there are potentially three different people or bodies who can disqualify Donald Trump from the presidential ballot from holding office because he engaged in an insurrection and continues to give aid and comfort to those who did. Secretary of State, the courts, and probably Congress. Now, some people will say, oh, this hasn't been done in hundreds of years. This is a, a dead amendment, right? This is a historical relic. You can't use the 14th Amendment's prohibition against insurrectionists holding office. Well, that's a bunch of nonsense. First of all, it hasn't been done since the 1800s. Why? Because we don't have a lot of insurrectionists who serve in Congress or who are president of the United States having taken an oath to support the Constitution who then engage in insurrection. This doesn't happen every day. So we didn't have to enforce this in the last couple of hundred years. But it's not a dead amendment. Frankly, the rights embodied 
in Section 3 of the 14th Amendment are every bit as important and vital and applicable as the rights found in other amendments, as the First Amendment's protection of free speech, as the Fourth Amendment's prohibition against an unreasonable search and seizure, as the Fifth Amendment's guarantee that no person needs to incriminate themselves, as the Sixth Amendment's right to counsel, as the Eighth Amendment's prohibition against cruel and unusual punishment, and so on. The Fourteenth Amendment's prohibition against insurrectionists serving in federal office is just as vital, just as important, just as applicable, and horrifically entirely necessary right now. I mean, people could even make the argument that the Fourth Amendment's prohibition against unreasonable searches and seizures, a law enforcement agent unreasonably searching or seizing a citizen, a person, is probably not as important. Yes, it impacts that one citizen, but perhaps not as important as an insurrectionist serving as the President of the United States. That has some pretty far-reaching implications, doesn't it? Donald Trump has already said he's willing to cancel the Constitution. So, yes, the 14th Amendment's prohibition against an insurrectionist being President of the United States is just as vital today as it ever was. So, friends, we will anxiously await the outcome of the trial in that Colorado courtroom scheduled to begin October 30th. And given the available evidence that we've all seen with our own eyes on January 6th and thereafter, it seems pretty clear that the evidence will prove compellingly, convincingly prove that Donald Trump engaged in an insurrection and continues to give aid and comfort to insurrectionists. And therefore, by application of Section 3 of the 14th Amendment, he is disqualified from serving as president again. And I anticipate that is the finding the court will enter. And then, of course, it will ultimately bubble its way up to the Supreme Court. And I have my own ideas about what the Supreme Court will do. Spoiler alert, I do not think the Supreme Court will put an aspiring dictator back in the Oval Office. You know why? Because the Supreme Court is nothing if not motivated by their own self-preservation. They love their supreme status, don't they? At least a block of the Supreme Court justices who have proven time and again that they love being above the law. They love being above the rule of ethics. They're entirely willing to revoke, for example, women's constitutionally protected privacy interests, their right to control their own reproductive health decisions. So I predict, friends, the last thing the Supreme Court will do is rule in a way that puts an aspiring dictator like Donald Trump back in the White House because you know what an aspiring dictator has no interest in? A Supreme Court. A court that sits atop, over, above, beyond the reach of the dictator in the Oval Office. And the Supreme Court, at least that one block of justices, are nothing if they're not about 
preserving their own power. So friends, if I had to place a bet, and you've heard me say before, I am not a gambling man. I am not a high roller. One dollar is my betting limit. I would place the full buck on the courts, Colorado and others, disqualifying Donald Trump from having his name placed on the presidential ballot. Because justice matters. Friends, as always, please stay safe, please stay tuned, and I look forward to talking with you all again soon. For more on Glenn, go to Glenn Kirshner 2 on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. This is Justice Matters.